Hey guys, today we've got a killer episode about how to fund your first flip property with hard money. I've used this company myself for a couple years now. I've worked with Derek myself personally, highly recommend. Listen, if you're getting some good advice here, if you're getting some content that's helping you move forward in your life, getting traction in your business, remember we have the 90 up challenge. We teach, we coach, please click subscribe or follow us. Let's jump in and get some secret sauce. What's the difference between hard money just fundamentally as like a regular mortgage, whether that's a DSCR, conventional mortgage, fundamentally, what's the difference between that and hard money? I think the two major things is the length of the loan, the use case of the loan, and then the interest rate. So the length of the loan on a hard money loan, those are gonna be probably 12 to 24 months. Yeah. Those are going to be interest only payments. Those are going to be used to acquire properties and probably renovate them. So they're not stabilized properties. You want to add value to them and improve them. And then the interest rate is going to be significantly higher than like a long-term rate. So our hard money rates are ranging anywhere from like the high nines to the low 12s, depending on your investing experience and how much leverage you take. Whereas, as I mentioned, the long-term rates are you know more correlated with, with what the Fed's doing, uh, high sixes to... Yeah low eights, mid eights. First of all, you got to have a property, right? You Correct. got to be under contract on a property. And because you guys are looking at the property, you're, you're going to do an appraisal of the property, right? Mm -hmm. And then so, but just like we talked about on the DSCR uh, requirements, what are some of the other requirements? Because you said you could be a newer investor and get a hard money loan. So tell us about that. Yeah. So you can be a brand new investor and get a hard money loan. Um, you know, really what we're looking at on these properties for the hard money is it's not in a rural location. So it's kind of near a major city. It's near a major airport. You know, the county has more than maybe 75,000 people in it. Um, you have a minimum credit score. I think on our, our hard money loans, uh, we want to see a credit score of above 680. And we're not doing a hard pull. We're just going to do a soft inquiry. So it's not going to negatively affect your score when we when we look at your, your credit. But we want that score to be above 680. You're going to need the liquidity for the down payment and closing costs. Um, and then you just want a viable deal. So let's say you're a brand new investor, um, you know, a lender like us. We don't want to see that you're acquiring a property for 150 and then putting 200K into it. Because that means, you know, it, it's a complete gut job. You're doing a lot of renovation. It's going to be really complex. If you're a newer investor, you probably want your renovation budget to be 50% or less than your purchase price, just because you're just getting into the game. You don't want to get, you know, uh, get underwater right away and, and, you know, have this complex rehab. So those are some things we're looking at uh, when, the, and when the actual deal comes into. Hard money loans are almost exclusively used for flipping. Yeah, most, time, most of the time it's a, a purchase and renovation uh, strategy. Uh, we do have some stable asset loans where maybe an, an investor just wants to acquire a property that doesn't need any renovation, but they're, they don't want to put it into long-term debt. So we do have some bridge loans for that. Uh, we also do ground-up construction loans. We want to see that you probably have you know two or three new builds, ground-up construction builds um, under your belt. But that's one of our most popular products for experienced um, you know, ground-up construction people because uh, we can close in like 14 days once you have permits and plans in place. But yeah, those are really the main strategies for these short-term loans. Yeah. Tell us about the bridge loans. I think a lot of people would be interested in understanding because that's a word thrown around. What does it mean to you? And like, how are how do you see investors using it? A fix and flip loan 
is a bridge loan. A stable asset bridge loan is also a bridge loan. So bridge loan just means it's like 12 to 24 months. On these like properties that don't need any any renovation and you want to do a short-term loan on it, you're basically bridging the gap from your acquisition to your exit. So maybe you want to just acquire the property, get a renter in there, raise the rents, stabilize it, and then put it into a long-term loan. That's what a lot of people are using the bridge loans for. Uh, oftentimes too, you know, on these short-term rentals, sometimes people are acquiring short-term rentals that have no operating history and they want to see how it operates as a short-term rental. People will use our bridge loan to acquire that property, start, put it, you know, list it on the short-term rental platforms, get operating history. And then they'll come back to us and say, Hey, I've just, you know, operated this Airbnb for six or nine months. Look at my cash flows. Here's my operating history. I'd like to put this into a long-term loan using this operating history. And that's, that's really powerful too. And that's a use case. Why wouldn't they just get a DCR loan in the first place on that? So sometimes the uh, uh, long-term rentals don't pencil out. So if the long-term market rents don't pencil out on the acquisition, uh, because we're not underwriting to the potential short-term rents, we want to see operating history. Yes. So, so if someone says, Derek, I want to, I want to, I want to buy this property. I'm going to do it. I'm going to Airbnb it. I want to try to get a DSCR loan. You're going to come back and say, well, we can only loan on the long-term rental market. Because I've asked that question of you before. You might I don't know if you remember that. I do. I, I was trying to get money for an Airbnb and you were like, no, nah, we're not going to calculate it that way. That's just not how we're doing it right now. Right. Um, you know, the market's been really volatile. But yeah. I like if you can buy a short-term rent, a property that's going to be used as a short-term rental and the long-term market rents pencil out, you're in good shape either way. Well, yeah, say your Airbnb absolutely. business goes doesn't work, you can just right. rent it out as a long-term rental. So that's why we do it that way. Yes, Again, we're, we're trying to empower the investor. But let's say I get a property on the beach or, and you know, we're long-term rent, let's say in like, you know, Biloxi or somewhere, uh, Orange yeah. Beach, Florida. And, you know, the long-term rent rate might be $2,800 a month, but I might be able to make 8,000 a month Airbnb and, so what you're saying is one strategy is get a hard money loan, mm -hmm. show that you're an operator, a successful operator of the Airbnb business, mm -hmm. then come back and and you would you would be able to consider how that operation is performing and you would be able to possibly do a long-term loan. Yeah, we can underwrite to those that operating history and Love then it. use that as the potential cash flow. How much history is needed? The closer to 12 months, the better. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say nine to 12 months of operating yeah. history is ideal. That's a really good strategy, man. What about um, what about any types of loans for sober living facilities and facilities of that nature? Um, our use case that we're lending on is primarily, you know, long-term residential rentals. Yeah. If you're going to acquire a property that's going to be a sober living facility, and it's vacant today, and that's a vacant property, and you're going to turn that into a sober living facility, it'll be the same thing as the Airbnb, where yeah. if the market rents pencil out, great, and then you're going to make probably a lot more money than that than what we're calculating. Um, but if it's already a sober living facility, and an appraiser goes in there, and it you know kind of looks like it's being rented by the room and stuff like that, that's probably not a property that my investor loan will be able to lend on, although it seems like a really good investment strategy. What's going to happen is, even if the rent, it's going to be really hard for the rents to pencil out is what's going to happen because you've got a lot, a lot of expenses, you know, putting that together. I mean, you have to furnish the whole house with multiple bedrooms and bathrooms. And so, uh, you know, that's going to be a tough strategy, but get the hard money loan, get the business operating, you know, come back to you 
and and be like, look, man, this thing's making, you know, $10,000 a month. And, uh, and, and then you guys will be able to put that under long-term debt. I love that strategy. Yeah. Just want to see some, some proven results of the property. We also have an interesting loan product called the bank statement loan, where we actually will underwrite to maybe you're a high net worth individual will underwrite to your personal assets and kind of give you a, you know, a, do a debt to income rate calculation, or we'll underwrite to your business income. So a lot of like high net worth individuals or people that, you know, own their own business, they're making good money. If the property isn't cash flow, we'll underwrite to their business cash flow. And that's allowed them to acquire Airbnbs or do, you know, some of these deals that maybe aren't, aren't good for long-term rentals, but are viable properties. Super interesting. Love it. Love it. We've got the long-term DSCR type products. We've got the short-term bridge loans. And then you talked about new construction, but I heard you say you pretty much need to be a builder. This is not really an investor war. Are you... How would you do it as an, I'm a licensed builder, but how would you, okay. if I wasn't, and I was just a, uh, an investor, how would I put that together? I would have to hire a contractor, let them pull the permits, get all the plans drawn. Then I could finance it and be the money guy. Yeah, technically we, we want to see that somebody that's guaranteeing the loan, whether you, maybe it's you or your contractor have three or more, uh, ground up construction builds. On, yeah. where your name's been on title. That's all yeah. we're looking for. So yeah. if you're an investor and you've never done it before and never done a ground up construction, but you have a partner or a general contractor that's done a ton of them, yeah. just create an LLC together. And then we can use your partner's experience. And then, you know, you can yeah. be the, the money person or yeah. uh, use your credit. Love it. So man, you guys, you've guys got a product for almost all invest investing uh, at the residential level, at least multiple times I've come to you and I've said, man, I've got a hell of a deal. It's worth $180,000. I'm buying it for 60. And you said, no, can't do it. So because you have a minimum requirement of a hundred thousand, is that still the case? Our loan amount on bridge loans, our minimum loan amounts a hundred K and that's including renovation financing. Uh, on DSCR loans, it's mostly 100k, but we can go do 75 to 100k a loan amount. You know, if everything else is like perfect. Yeah, yeah. And so the one thing that I hate about that is it's like, man, I feel like I'm penalized for being a hell of a negotiator and getting such a good deal. But I mean, I, on the other side, I understand why you do that because um, you know you've got to employ the, your investment dollars at a certain level, right. To get the returns that you need. But, uh, so that is one thing I wanted everybody listening, uh, to understand, you know, don't, if you, if you get a deal under a hundred grand, you pretty much are going to need a private money lender. Or are you going to have to wholesale it? Uh, find a way to take that deal down yourself because you're not going to be able to get funding for that. It's tough. There's not a ton of institutional lenders that are, that are going below a hundred can loan amount. Now we are, our CEO is working on a debt fund where instead of you know using some of these ginormous uh, banks in New York and things of that nature where we're partnering with them, we'll have our own funds that we can make bets on investment property deals that we think are good that might not necessarily fit these guidelines that we've had to follow in the past as an institutional lender. So hopefully over the next six to 12 months, we'll be able to make more calls on deals like that you just mentioned where, hey, this is a hell of a deal. It's going to be a three to six month loan. Let's help him get in there and then we'll get out because we've done deals with this guy before. So 
hopefully we'll be able to make some more judgment calls in the future. That'll be exciting. That'll be exciting. If you're going out there and you're locking up deals and you think you're going to get a DSCR loan and, and turn it into a rental, that's not going to happen. It needs to be over hundred grand. So what about locations? Are there any locations that you're like, no, we're not lending there? Yeah. So it's, it varies. It varies right now. Um, at the end of last year, they said Illinois is, is kind of off limits for the most part. And then like the Detroit MSA, um, the De- Detroit metropolitan uh, area is off limits. And then the two Dakotas, North and South Dakota, we're not really lending in. And then like very rural properties, you know, properties where the city has less than 10,000 people. It's nowhere near an airport things of that nature, um, you know, we we don't really lend on as much and we take on a case-by-case basis. So I've got a question in the chat. It says, I have a mortgage on a rental for 50,000. It appraised for 110, 80% would be 88,000. Does that qualify for a DSCR? If you have great credit, if, you know, the property's rented out, the cash flow is good. We don't have any, like what we call like exceptions needed and everything's kind of clean. We could We could do that deal for you. Um, because your mortgage is 50 K and the loan amount is going to be, you know, between we're probably going to, it's probably going to be a cash out refinance because we're not really replacing your mortgage. You do have some equity built up. We'll be lending at 75% of the value. Uh, but I think we could probably get that done if, if everything else on, on the property and your, your background Sweet. checks out. Good to know. And, and, you know, Derek's works for Vontive, which is a, at least a national company. I don't know. Do y'all loan internationally? Uh, just, just nationally today, we get a lot of inquiries from Canada. Maybe, maybe that'll be our next stopping ground, but U S has so many deals. Like we just got to, yeah, I mean, so, so these guys are lending everywhere except Illinois, apparently, (laughs) but, and the Dakotas. uh, Yeah. (laughs) You know, if you do have a deal under, under a hundred grand, you know, that's a community bank kind of a deal. So it's not like you can't get funding. You're just not going to be able to get it from the bigger, the national companies, you know, you need to go to your local uh, bank where they have their own money that they're lending out. They're not trying to sell that loan to some outside organization. That's another thing for people to know. Whenever you're doing a DSCR loan, most of these lenders, they're trying to package this loan in a format that is a good product for them to sell on the market. These loans get sold and that's really your company's business model. So as opposed to a community bank who may say, we've got local investors here in our community that put this bank together, right? We're sitting on $50 million. We can use that money discretionary to a certain level, but sometimes it has to go before the board. They can loan on deals that are going to be under a hundred grand. Most of those are going to be adjustable rate mortgages. Usually that's going to be an adjustable rate mortgage. Or sometimes it'll be a 10-year or a 15-year term. Uh, but you can find money for those deals, just not with the national companies. So it sounds like the new thing coming down the pipeline is that you guys may get some more discretion, though. You may have some some uh, private funds to pull from soon. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We're raising a big debt fund because, again, we've lent um, about a billion and a half dollars over the last few years. Vontiv is a, a financial technology startup that's you know been ranked by Deloitte as like some of the fastest growing companies in North America the past couple of years in a row. So we're trying to take all this data and all these investors and all these deals that we funded, do our own analysis, and then make some judgment calls, especially on p- people that we've lent to in the past that have been proven to be good investors, 
uh, that we don't have to follow these institutional guidelines. So we think that's going to grow our business a lot and also just help the investment community because, you know, there's are some lenders that are predatory lenders and they're, you know, lending out money. And if you default, they're not upset because then they take over your property. We have a very low default rate. We want to, you know, add value to an, an investor and we play the long game. We want to do many deals with investors, like our best clients do multiple deals with us every month. So that's our mindset. So, you know, we're always trying to create loan products and different funding strategies to, to help investors grow their business. I'm glad you said that. That's good to know. How do people get in touch with you, Derek? Yeah, so um, it's myinvestorloan.com. Yeah, there's a landing page. It has some information on our loan products and process. And then at the top of the landing page, it says submit a deal. Um, you click submit a deal. And uh, I guess I can walk through the process really quickly. And James, if, if I say anything incorrectly, or if you want to add, please uh, jump in. You can create an account. It takes three seconds. You put an email and a password. You can get pre-approved in like 20 seconds. It just does a soft credit pool. And then you have a letter that you can send out to sellers. Or if you have a deal that you want us to review, whether you're under contract, actively looking or whatever, uh, you can submit a deal. It takes like five or six minutes. We don't do any hard credit pools on the submission process. Um, we get that deal. We get all the information that we need. And then we can turn around loan quotes for you in you know less than two or three business hours. And then we can you know talk through the deal with you, walk through some numbers. And it's really just a great way to collaborate with the investor and for the investor to get terms and, and start doing some numbers. Uh, and thinking about themselves. So we highly encourage submissions. We highly encourage just conversations to see, you know, if any of our financial products will, will fit your investment strategy. Um, and again, we just want to be a resource to the community because, uh, you know, we know lending and, and financing can be a bit of a black box. So we're trying to kind of open that up. Yeah. And I mean, you're doing that a lot today. I mean, there is a part in the process when you're getting like approved to, to work with, with Derek and his team, where you have to upload all of your past history as an investor or as much of it as you can, that does take some time. So you need to, you, you're going to have to have all your documents in order. <laughs> if you're going to go as fast as Derek said, you need to have everything in a spreadsheet already where you can just copy and paste and move things over. If right. you just want to get quotes and stuff, you won't have to do any of that. But That's 100%. right. And You're so right. you did mention something that we didn't talk about earlier. They want proof of funds. And because, you know, I've done business and I talked to Derek a good bit, he's able to give me proof of funds usually within a day, mm -hmm. if not, if not within a few hours. So what you could do with the proof of funds is you send it over to another real estate agent and then you're able to actually talk business, submit an offer. A lot of times an agent, an, a real estate agent will not, entertain an offer from you if you do not send a proof of funds um you're going to run into that from time to time now a lot of times if they already know you in the community that you are an investor and you're doing deals they'll ignore that requirement but uh they don't know who you are and they're playing hardball they're going to request proof of funds Derek can get you one Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you submit a deal to us or get pre-approved, we can get you a pre uh, proof of funds letter. We can put the property's address on there. Um, you know, if you show us some liquidity, we can give you a, a loan amount uh, maximum or things like that. So whatever, whatever we need, we want to, we want to be a resource for you. That is very helpful, dude. Like that is very helpful that y'all do that. I, I really appreciate the times you've done that for me. 
Yeah, again, that's part of our, you know, I don't think, you know, there's always lower rates out there. There's always someone that's maybe going to lend 100%. But like, we feel like if, if we're repeatable, consistent, fairly priced, and then super good at sales and being responsive and, and working with the investor, like that, that's one of our biggest differentiators in the market. Yeah. We have this interesting loan product that might be interesting to you or other uh, kind of active builders. It's called a delayed purchase. If you yes. acquire the property uh, under six months, we can, you know, finance that property as you originally purchased it and kind of, so if you just need to close quickly and you have the cash to take it down, you can close and then you can come back to us and we'll run it as a delayed purchase. Um, and then we'll fund it like it's a normal purchase and renovation loan. And then the other secondary item on the delayed purchase that's somewhat interesting is we have some really active investors that like to just buy in cash, renovate in cash, and then they come to us and it can be less than three months. There's no seasoning minimum. We'll fund them at 100% of their total costs or 80% of the loan's value uh, with no seasoning. So they'll get their money back, 100% of their money back um, right away. So I have a guy in Cleveland, we've done 20, 25 deals. He buys in cash, renovates within a month because he's got a group, he's got a team, he's very experienced. And then we get him 100% of his money back in the next month. And that's something that I think is a unique product that helps you know active uh, flippers that maybe have a good amount of cash that's on him. That's a great product. Because that is, again, another product that will allow you to do the burst strategy. Exactly. The only thing is that the, the interest rates are still going to apply because you're, you've got to have you know, your mortgage, your PITI. Most of you guys know what that is. Principal insurance, taxes, and interest. It still has to work out where it's lower than the rent rate. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that you better be damn sure you know if that's going to be your strategy, right? Or else your cash is going to end up staying in that deal or you're going to have a negative cash flow every month. Really, the burst strategy is how you build a portfolio quickly. Meaning when I say the burst strategy, I mean you're getting your money back out to where you can use it again. Exactly. Um, is there anything else, Derek, that you want people to know about you, about Vontiv? Highly encourage you to just give us a call, send a deal in. Uh, let us collaborate with you, talk through your investment strategy, see what loan products work for you. Again, we consider ourselves lending advisors. We want to be consultative. We want to be a resource to you. So just highly encouraged to to engage with us um, and uh, you know see see how we can help. And um, again, our our business is growing. We're lending all over the country. There's deals out there. It takes a lot of work, but people are getting deals done and, and a lot of the, the deals that they're finding are off market. So I think that's the only other insights I wanted to add that you know, I kind of touched on a little bit. I've worked with Derek now for a couple of years and my experience has only gotten better. So I, I know you guys are working hard to get better. And of course I'm, I'm better too at my response time and all those things. So it's a win win. But I, I mean, look, these guys at my investor loan, they're, they're nailing it. Um, this is a way for you to grow your business. We'll call it a day with that. Derek, thank you for your time, my friend. Thank you, James. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're ready to level up your real estate investing journey, go over to 90upchallenge.com. 90upchallenge.com, where we offer online courses, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching. We hope to see you there.